Well, there was that one, and also you as well. Ah, so you have um, been watching I, me. I love you. It's a great... Oh, hold on, hold on. And I'm glad we've got that recorded. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even set up. That's perfect. <laughs> like I, to see that it wasn't reciprocated, though, Daniel. That was... Friendship test. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love oh. you, too. Did I pass? Did I pass? Just yeah. B plus. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a 30-something with a four-year-old stepdaughter and a pregnant fiancé. And I'm Daniel. I'm a 30-something and I've had kids for a while, ranging from toddlers to teens. Well then, hello there. Welcome to another episode of A Ramblings of Dadmen. This is episode number 11. Once again, I am joined by Daniel. How are you, mate? How's your week been? I'm very good. I've had a very busy week this week. Can we just take a minute to say that was in one take? It was one take, yes. Okay, I'll give you that. But what an intro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't just, that, by the way. I never I never even introduced myself, but I'm sure people know us back. <laughs> 20 seconds ago, you also heard, he's Matt and I'm Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. We'll yeah, get we, it right at some point. How's your week been? We record that intro live every week, honest. <laughs> yeah, Flossie will be like 23 and we're still doing this. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Bex was blind that at the end of every episode, you actually do do the every week because she she doesn't expect it. Really? Yeah, she thinks that you do that live every week. Obviously, she knows that it's post-production and stuff, but she has said that each week it feels as though you're doing it live. I mean, in fairness, we generally do do it. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> just tend to cut it out. Ah, well. So, How- yeah. Has your week been? Busy. So this week started off with a trip to Wigan and Lee, well, Wigan College, Wigan Campus, with Callum. So obviously oh, we're still right, doing, okay. Yeah, we're still doing the tour of the colleges. I went there just to have a look around, see what it was all about, see what courses that they're offering. Yeah, just generally, just, just review it and have a chat to a few people, really. So that, that was good. That was interesting. I drive past that place now and then, obviously, and obviously that's a college that I went to. That's changed significantly. Massively. I mean, I mean did you go there when you was? I'm sure you must have. Yes. It was so a lot. You actually took me to one of your lessons once, which I yeah. thought was really strange. Like, I'm not at my own college. I know what. I got to somebody else's college. <laughs> I have vague recollections of this. Yeah. So I remember the layouts of the halls, you know, that rickety old lift and, yeah. and whatnot. That's all gone. It, it has changed massively. I needed a guide. I needed a map. There's, I was obviously set up into six or seven different segments, different buildings. The facilities are really good, though. The, the teachers yeah. are really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's definitely a marked improvement from you know, times gone by. I mean, it's quite ironic, isn't it? Well, obviously, they must have like put all the money in there, that one building at the front as opposed to the the one building across the park for people that 
half oh. a Wigan, I guess. Well, is... so you'd, you'd think that, but the campus across the road, that's had a massive revamp as well. There's, I think, multi-million pound development in there. That opened up a couple of years ago and then got closed down again, didn't it? So has that opened yeah. up again? Yeah, yeah. They've said that they've completely refreshed all of their IT suites and that's now everything IT related is over in that building. It, it's it's really good. It's over three floors. Yeah, I can't, I can't say enough good things about it, really. They, they really impressed me. And obviously, I got in with a lot of preconceptions from our time that you know, it was deemed not necessarily as good of a college. But generally, after being there, I think... I feel safe that if if Callum chose to go there, that you know he'd still get a very good education. Do you know what he's swaying at yet? No, he, he's still not quite sure really. He, he's he's got a couple of different topics in his mind, but okay, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, no, that was good. We did that. Uh, whistle stop tour of my week. Uh, nephew's birthday. Oh, um, okay. That was good. We took the dog back to the vets to have a stitch removed, so she hates us. She had a she had an operation earlier on in the year on a leg, and then by the time that she'd recovered from that, she'd gone through her first season, and we've opted to sort of have her spared basically. It, it's it has a lot more health benefits for the animal if yeah. they have it removed. So we did that, but obviously that meant that she you know went back into another surgery. She's had a couple of stitches now, and, and one of those was sort of working its way out. Um, but just hadn't come out, so we took it back to the vets just to sort of help that along. I just want to point out the irony of us of us doing a podcast about procreating and dad and yeah. dad, and you're talking about ripping <laughs> out the anatomy of a dog. <laughs> well, that's where I thought the link was, you know. Yeah. Um, that links to another topic. We'll probably maybe think about bringing that up. Oh, I'll bet you Fuck off, no. <laughs> the exact opposite were... Uh, do I think about the snip? Do I not? Really? Maybe we should vote on it on Instagram, at Ramblings of Dadman. <laughs> Do you want me to get the snip? <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is, is good content. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Good for everybody else, not for me. What else? Beck's finished for half term, so she's winding up for two weeks of doing absolutely no work at all. That's nice. It is for her. I, I still get to work. And over the last week, it has culminated in us going to a friend's wedding yesterday. And you know what? It, it was an amazing day. I had no idea what to expect. So it was a, a fusion wedding. They had a, a Hindu ceremony and an English ceremony as well. And honestly, it, it was so enlightening that the Hindu ceremony itself it is so much more emotive than the traditional Christian ceremony. There's so much more power and meaning behind every little piece. The, the Hindu priest that they had was amazing. He explained each part of the process, you know, for, for people that didn't understand what was going on. I know both the bride and groom. I worked with them both and they both looked amazing. And it was just such a good day. I, I Smiling from ear to ear all day, watching them. And, and, you know, I was just so proud to sort of be part of that. So that, that, that sort of topped off our weekend, really. That's good. That's good. Are you paying for it now? I was this morning. But then we passed uh, a lovely establishment that has got a reputation for fixing hangovers, some little golden arches, and instantly felt, you know, 100% better. It always works. Is it the breakfast as well? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it always works. 
always works. I remember living in, in Manchester many moons ago and staying until six o'clock in the morning just so I could get a breakfast to go home. <laughs> um, our week has been a fairly quiet one, to be honest, but we did have a little bit of a scary moment. So nothing, nothing major or something. It's just a classic Matthew fuck up, to be honest with you. A couple, a couple of weeks ago, Becky's uh, dad very kindly said, we'll, we'll buy something for the baby, kind of thing. And um, after a, a, a bit of deliberation, we just, they said, we'll get you a cot, which was really nice. We hadn't got a cot. That was one of the things that we still needed to get, which was great. Really nice. We decided what kind of cot we wanted. Becky's dad uh, went to the shop where we get everything from, which is Ikea. <laughs> pre-ordered it all sorted great so we knew that we had to wait a week for this cot or whatever now i I don't know if you know that for some reason ikea mattress size is ever so slightly out whether it's a normal bed or it's always out and and that's where they get you don't they because it's it's like 150 pounds for a frame or something and then seven thousand pounds for a mattress yeah (laughs) like that's how they get you and you can't a cheaper one because it's about 20 millimeters out or something like that yeah Um, so i mean we found that out the hard way with flossy's bed that we got but we decided to get around this by ordering a mattress at a european size and we got it from the other establishment where you get everything from amazon brilliant we had the mattress it was a lot cheaper cot was coming Becky's dad goes up to pick up the cot, despite the fact that he's already paid for the bastard thing. Gets to Ikea. I'm sorry, we don't have that in stock. Oh. <laughs> and Becky's dad was, are you, are you joking me? I've I've paid for it. It said it's being delivered. It said it was being delivered to here. I'm here to pick it up. No, sorry, we don't have that in stock. It'll take up to four weeks for it to come. <laughs> are you Are you joking? <laughs> so we're like... What what do we do? But also in the back of our mind, we're thinking we need to get the right effing car because the mattress that we've got isn't going to oh, fit otherwise. Yeah. So anyway, all Ikea's out of this particular bed size that we wanted were sold out. I don't know why. Brexit, probably something, you know, there's just <laughs> nothing anywhere. But anyway, we, we managed to order one on some website that we've never heard of but it came a couple of days later and it was fine we managed to get the right sizes but yeah it was a bit of a, a scary moment really because because at one point we weren't going to have a cot I'm, um, I'm still curious like who, how's that happened like surely if he's got like some form of notification to say your order's ready come and collect it it literally the money literally came out of his account as well he was like i bought it you have my money I want my cot. Where yeah. is it? We don't have any cots in stock, sir. Please calm down, sir. Get off the desk, sir. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's the display model, sir. You can't disassemble it. Sir. It, it got even worse at the at the start. Um, we ordered a white cot and they said, "Well, we don't have the white cots in. We have a pink cot in." And we thought, "Well, do you know what? It's not ideal. We could always paint it. It'll not do. We'll get the pink, pink one." <laughs> And then he came, came, came in. He came in to pick up the pink cot, which they've already said we're going to give you a pink cot because we don't have the one that you've ordered. And then he came, came in and he was like, "Yeah, we don't have that either." Ridiculous. 
We we got a cut at the end. It uh, took us a. So me and Becky have famously never had an argument yet. So we we started doing the cut up yesterday, and the way that I asked her to, uh, to does she want to start doing the cut? I was like, do you fancy our first argument, dear? Funny enough, it, it actually was quite painless. To be honest, it was quite easy to put up. Uh, you see, this it, think of think of your first argument almost like climaxing during sex. The longer you leave it, the harder it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure when the lack of sleep comes around, we'll get there. Yeah, you see, I can help you train with that. Like the military train for years of you know, how to do basic manoeuvres. Yeah, I think we need to put you in sleep deprivation training. And, and obviously, yeah. I, I need to ring you every hour and you need to answer five basic questions every hour for at least a week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I mean, do that as a test and then if you could do that if you could do that for the next like maybe five years i think that would be fine because i do like my sleep so this is gonna get a don't get me wrong you, you might get one of those like wonder babies that just sleeps from day one in which instance i'll hate you forever <laughs> but you need to prepare for you know the occasional bit of sleep deprivation yeah, and it's prepare. not even the fact that you, you won't get sleep it's just you'll get broken sleep. So you'll get a couple of hours, then you'll be up for half an hour. Then you get a couple of hours, then you'll be up for an hour. And then you maybe get half an hour. That's why all dads decide to, at six o'clock of an evening, when the news comes on, just catch a quick hour. A six o'clock nap would sound good. (laughs) Sounds good now when there's no baby here. (laughs) You Um, need to get, I'm telling you, shed life. Go and get a shed, put a bed in it, and then that's it. I'm just going to shed love to fix some things. Funny enough, there's a, there's another podcast that I listen to. Uh, it's not about dance or anything like that. It's just two blokes talking. And he works from home mostly. And he said that he's built a shed for his office. Ooh. I'm like, has yeah. he? Or is it that just a quiet place to go where he can? It, it's an escapism thing. Yeah, I can yeah. relate. Netflix recommendation. It's just started the third series. You. Well, this was going to bring me into my second thing that we've done this week. The highlight of the week has been Netflix and No Chill. It's been... (laughs) (laughs) We have been powering through the Netflix this week. It's been military operational style, like (laughs) binge watching. From your first Netflix recommendation, we've done Squid Game. Oh, yes. Wow, that's brilliant. I did hear that there was something about these this subtle differences between the dubbed version and the subtitles version. We yeah. we didn't get we didn't get the choice really, so we watched the dubbed version, but it was brilliant. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. We'll not put any spoilers out there. I'll just just point that out because some yeah. people may, may still be living under a rock somewhere and haven't yeah. watched it. I can understand why it's it's the Netflix's most successful thing, isn't it? It it, it is good. We'll have a separate conversation, not to spoil it, but yeah. the ending, I, I wasn't too sure on. Otherwise, I think it was a good series. Yeah, I know what you mean about the ending. Well, let's not ruin that. So what else have we been watching? Well, there was that one, and also you as well. Ah, so you have um, been watching I, me. I love you. It's a great... Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and I'm glad we've got that recorded. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> 
well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even set up. That's perfect. <laughs> like I, to see that it wasn't reciprocated, oh, though, Daniel. That was friendship test. Shit. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I oh. love you too. Did I pass? Did I pass? Was yeah. B plus. <laughs> Just by the skin of your teeth, but you. <laughs> Oh god, that's going oh. back. So, well, actually, that takes me back on something else, diverting a little bit because I don't know how many people would get that reference. But talking about another reference, me and Becky had a um, an age gap like little moment yesterday. Becky's quite heavily tattooed. She's got quite a few tattoos, but she has a spare. The most of her like top of her arm is blank. And she said, oh, what should I get now? And I should say, you should just get a Steve-O tattoo with me. And she has no idea what she, what I was talking about. Wow. Exactly, right? Wow. I mean, you're going to have to take us to watch Jackass 4. The, but the funny thing about it is that I said, like, he's from Jackass. And she said, oh, I've, I've heard of Jackass. I used to watch Dirty Sanchez instead. I'm like... Why? <laughs> Why would you watch Dirty Sanchez and not Jackass? You see, keyword there is instead. I watched both, so exactly. I've got all the Dirty Sanchez box sets. They're ace. They're really good. That was like the English alternative version, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, they, they, there was no like sorry. film like just for just for the the detail orientated and potentially any Welsh fans out there. The British alternative version, not I the was, English. I Only... was going to call you out on that, but I thought, well, <laughs> do, do you know what? Let him dig your own grave. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was jackass without the, like the film budget, wasn't it? There was no. Yeah. Like, it was just some guys getting drunk and. It was like it is four guys. It, there's two hundred quid for a bunch of lager, and here's a GoPro. Film it in a bit. Yeah, and a staple gun. <laughs> we'll pick you up in about a week. Let us know what you've done. <laughs> do you know? Funny enough, they were meant to be touring. But obviously COVID happened and it got cancelled. Maybe it was last year. Two of the guys actually came up to Wigan. I mean, I'm talking 10 years ago now. Yeah, did they do walkabout? Yeah, walkabout um, and jumping jacks. And I never went and I so wish I had because I was just so curious of what... what, I mean, this is like, it's a shit stunt show. What are they going to do in a nightclub? Are they going to go around happy slapping everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Didn't understand the context of it, and it's not like they're just going to staple the other guy's left nut to a plank of wood. Oh, God. Live on stage, just for funnies. That was one of the best bits, that. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Again, I remember what you showed me that clip in your bedroom again, Mike. Oh, I mean, hold on. Let's just <laughs> go <calm> down. <laughs> <laughs> we played the DVD. Yeah, that was it. I didn't have just that clip. We were we were two meters away from each other. All <laughs> like, top bunk, bottom bunk. It's all fine. That's how I got into Dirty Sanchez was through you. But well, you've just actually just jogged something in my memory. How old is Becky? She's twenty-five. So, and I didn't realise this, but it's Tenacious D's twenty-fifth anniversary this year. Oh, really? Technically, she is as old as Tenacious D. Yeah, and she's got a huge crush on Jack Black as well. Is that why you're growing the face for us? It's why I'm growing the weight. <laughs> you look like, at the minute, just to visualise you, for everybody else who's listening, he looks like Gwyndor from He-Man. Oh, 
I was going to go um, <laughs> Gimli from Lord of the Rings. No, you're not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fast becoming a, a recurring segment, isn't it? The Netflix recommendations. It is. I think it's a good one. We've um, we're on the last episode of you so far. Oh, so we've smashed spoil that it. Well. We've only watched two episodes so far. It takes a turn. I was guessing it would. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to talk about recommendations again because otherwise yeah. we clearly get stuck on. Although we have started watching One Bone Every Minute as well. So we we watched a few of them. Cool. A lot of screaming. Yes, it is. It's really good. They changed the hospital. So I think it used to be in Leicester and then they moved to Liverpool or the other way around. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Maybe Birmingham. Yeah. But some yeah, of the no. early ones were certainly have different accents and, yeah. and, and the later <laughs> ones we're watching are definitely. okay um so we are week 33 um, of the pregnancy the baby is the size of a pineapple okay <laughs> <laughs> the first thing i said to becky when she told me that this morning she's got like a little app on a watch for it tells her all the time i'm sort of like imagine pushing a pineapple out <laughs> Surely that's the m- most painful fruit that we've had so far. Spiky end first or last? <laughs> <laughs> Which way would you go? Surely, I'd, I'd say the opposite way, because once you've got the, the girth out, surely it's a little tug. Yeah, but, it, you know, you've got all them spiky top bits, you know, like the, the little herd cut thing, the top. I don't know which way I'd rather go. I'd go neither. She tried to she she tried to say, well, imagine you pushing an apple through your penis hole, and, and I'm like, surely it's not an apple. Surely the scale isn't exactly. <laughs> I just said plum, maybe. Thinking of I, the scale. I mean, even a plum's a big order. I, mean, <laughs> I know. Plum I know. through a jap's eye. That's. I just. I'll leave everyone with that image today. <laughs> Podbin, how are we doing for Podbin this week? I mean, I've got one. I, I thought I had none, but then after reviewing, I, I was quite clear last week that, that that you were an absolute arsehole for saying that you'd screw anything into a baby's head. Apparently, and and I'd never heard this. This this did genuinely as I was looking at it. It got sent to me just to say that there is a device that does get screwed into the top of the baby's head, into the soft part, to monitor baby's heartbeat and you know make sure everything's okay. It just looks like a, a 19th century torture tool. It is horrid. It's like a corkscrew. It's literally just, a corkscrew, isn't it? In my defence, <laughs> it's used for monitoring. It's not used for pulling the baby out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not like hockey. So, your version of it was you screw something into the baby's head just to give it a little tug and pull it out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll take half the responsibility for that. My uh, my Podman in comparison is, is re- I think relatively minor, but still wrong. In the episiotomy section of our little quiz, I said that the episiotomy is stage one and four, when in fact it's the tear that is stage one to four. So just to just to get to just to clarify that you don't do stage four episiotomies there. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, doctor doesn't come out with a meat cleaver and say we need to go deeper this time. Yeah, which one's next? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yes, it's a tear that is um, that goes off in stages. Uh, to be fair, I didn't pull you up on that either. But I, I heard that and I was like, who benefited? Is is fucked up the rest of them? 
Let's just let him have this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, given last week's episode was half an hour of apologies, I think we did all right there. I mean, apart from all the false information that we gave out. So, um, a couple of things I want to talk about uh, this week, but I thought just before we do that, it'll be it'll be quite funny to just mention something that happened today. Actually, um, a, a funny story that that Fossey asked about. So we're having spaghetti bolognese, and out of nowhere, she asked the question, "Mummy, can we talk about ways, all the different ways that the baby could come out?" <laughs> so, do you wanna do you wanna hear a couple of Corkers that that could happen. Was this Flossie asking, or was this Flossie telling you? Flossie was asking, so we said, "What do you think happens?" Oh, you flipped it on her. Wow. So, so she came, she came out with a, you know, we've got four examples of what she thinks happens, and so number one was that it would just fall out. Yeah, Becky is okay. definitely hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for some people maybe. <laughs> So she also said that maybe it just comes out your bum and you poo it out and then you fish it out of the toilet. You thought that at one point. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, 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 I think we mentioned that last week or the week before. Didn't we? <laughs> the third one is she literally described a C-section. Oh. <laughs> she said, maybe we just had a little cup that goes to your tummy and we're able to pull it out. And then the, the last one was that she just we, we just get a cup. And we uh, we scoop it out. So, Again, nineteenth century torture technique. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where's that cup going? <laughs> yeah, here's an so, ice cream scoop. I'm just <laughs> gonna get the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So very quickly we we tried to divert that conversation, but I thought it was quite a quite a little funny conversation. But in fairness, she's she over these past few weeks she's she's grown up and actually we went to the park today. Honestly, Flossie has had a better fucking social life than us these past couple of weeks. Um, she's been to a party today. She went to Blackpool last night. Today we we just went to the park and and she decided to take a a, a teddy to the park with her, which she's never done before. But she she wasn't going on the playground per se. She was taking the teddy on the playground and doing all the things for her almost like a big sister little sister role so she she in, in her head she must be like thinking this is part of her job so she has grown up a little bit more now and she i think she is wanting the baby to come you know we have seen some decent changes and the star chart's been working too and uh, over the past two weeks we've had three new meals so that's like wow. that's really good fajitas and and obviously she's had peppers omelets and and what was the other thing i can't even remember what the other thing was chicken fowl <laughs> well we were thinking about the curry <laughs> so on the curry topic so the, the the wedding that we went to at the weekend we the sit down meal the, the evening the mains were all curries i bet was a little bit apprehensive she's thinking i don't know which one's going to be spicy or not it was a whole other taste sensation Oh, not really? a, yeah oh yeah it was so nice not a single one was spicy very rich very flavorsome it was amazing i can't just say, I'm, I'm almost converting myself it is really good food wow so yeah um maybe you get a chicken fowl but cook properly and it's not <laughs> going to be spicy i used to be based in preston a lot more and where i worked there was um it wasn't a restaurant it wasn't a takeaway it was kind of a shop that do 
fresh curries, but you have to like put them in your oven when you get home kind of thing. It was like mm-hmm. a, a microwave meal for a better word, but it was just heating it up and it was well, one of the nicest curries I've ever had, but it was just some some like old guy that had just been batch cooking curry, I guess for a better word. And that's that's when I got introduced to paneer for the first time, which yeah. I absolutely love the paneer curry. That concludes the cooking section. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've we've done TV and film. We've done curry. <laughs> what, we, what we haven't done is to talk about any parenting. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today was we are effectively in limbo now in terms of we think that we've done everything in terms of, you know, we've, we've got everything that we think we need. There might be a couple of things. We're probably not maybe have underestimated about the stuff that we need we probably need a lot more stuff but we certainly have the basics so we're in a position where we we're just waiting for the baby becky day by day is getting more and more pregnant she's <laughs> I, mean, no, I don't know if you know man but that's sort of how it works <laughs> it, 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 it does but, so as we've discussed in 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 the matthew swayze section of our our podcast um Becky is quite blessed upstairs. So she has to wear these bras, which are very specifically fitted for people with, with larger breasts. They are very comfy bras for, for, for bigger people. And she's <laughs> on the largest ones now. And she says, I don't know what I'm going to do to try and stop these because they are still growing. <laughs> so I suggested, you know, two JD bags that you can get from the, from the old days. <laughs> You'd like tie them together on a drawstring and um, yeah that that didn't go down too well she could try the whole thing that jody marsh did quite a few years ago and just get a couple rolls of duct tape and just you know tape those bad boys in place <laughs> <laughs> she might look like she's going to war but it, it may provide some form of relief i don't know I've run out yeah. of bras. What should I do? Here's a roll of duct tape. So, so my point is, she's getting a bit more, you know, uncomfortable. We're trying to go out for daily walks. We're trying to walk a couple of miles a day. We generally walk about two miles a day to try and keep her all active. What did you do in this limbo time? I guess because you're you're really you're you're going to be in plans. I imagine that you had everything sorted out more or less. Yeah. You know, at, at, at the same kind of point where we are. Is it just a waiting game? Is there anything else you need to do? Oh, am I just, you know, that metaphorical punching bag for now? Because, you know, she's getting more and more stressed and I'm just there to try and help out as much as I can. Like, what? what's yeah. my role at the minute? You've sort of hit the nail on the head. I mean, don't forget, you are still only 33 weeks. So I do feel your pain a bit. Well, I feel Becky's pain more than yours. But potentially this could go to 40 40 weeks is full gestation. 42 weeks is where they'll you know, allow you to go up to. So full term for us is is anything from four weeks to nine weeks now, I think. Four weeks to, yeah, nine weeks today. Yeah. So yeah. you sort of get into that point where she could come at any point. There's nothing you can do at this point other than wait. You know, we tried everything. And I think, you know, other people in your position will have tried everything they possibly can. Hot food, lots of. You know, Barry White and Patrick Swayze times down the moment. Lots of walking. And that that's just things that they suggest. The walking's got two benefits, really. One, it keeps you healthy. Uh, but two, as you say, it just keeps everything sort of engaged and active and moving and 
kind of stretching things out and whatnot. I think the traditional alarm bells were potentially just start going up. And again, I can be fact-checked on this, but it's sort of 36 weeks onwards is where yeah. a good percentage of pregnancies sort of happen between the 36 and 40 week window so you've still got a couple of weeks yet so unfortunately it is just waiting yeah i think beck she was i'll have to come back to you and clarify but she was still working i think at that point so that gave her something to sort of distract her with and then i think she had a week or two where she was off and then gave birth and then you know that that, that was that was her so I have nothing for you. Fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> just just be patient than, and stop being, you know. Yeah, you can't rush it. You know, Mother Nature will let things happen. I mean, obviously, everything you're saying, it sort of says that the baby's engaged and, you know, things are swelling. Unfortunately, I think she's not going to want to hear this, but she might have a couple more weeks off that, yeah? Yeah, and, 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 and don't get us wrong. Like, we're in no one that we're happy to... We're happy to wait and to see that she's healthy and anything, but is it at this point where your Beck became the most uncomfortable, I guess? Is, is it just, it does this just get worse and worse now, I guess? Well, I don't know. I can't comment at this point. <laughs> <laughs> she sort of started to waddle. The last couple of weeks, we just sort of ramped it up. And as I said, we were walking 5K every day. You know, it, it was middle of summer. So she was naturally uncomfortable anyway. Where we live, there's a lot of nature walks. So we used to walk out there a lot. <laughs> I did get a little bit fearful that we'd be in the middle of the woods and the waters would go and we'd have to go au naturel and I'd be delivering the baby in the middle of the wilderness. We've had the same thing. So we've, well, we've not had the same thing yet, but I've had the same scare. As well. there's, <laughs> there's a little, it's not much, but it's a nice little woods like right behind our house which leads onto a park probably about a 10-15 minute walk all in all and then the park is probably about a mile long as well so I'm thinking about all my days I'm gonna end up giving a baby baby here which in reality probably won't happen anyway so that's all we did we just walked a lot and she had one of those exercise balls yeah just bounced on that a lot watching telly but I know she wasn't the most comfortable she wasn't sleeping and you know becky's probably going through this now she's going through that military training of the sleeplessness and the sleep deprivation whereas yeah. you're probably getting continuous unbroken sleep and you're happy no no the the, the opposite she's becky's um wriggling at night we have a pillow barrier up at the minute <laughs> to try and keep her back as stable and secure as as possible honestly we have about 12 pillows uh, for various uses at the minute um, and she is wriggling quite a bit and and you know he can't complain because you know she's going through all that but i have had some unbroken sleep as well um <laughs> topping and tailing has helped for us every now and then like wow. when one of us are being pissed off with each other which which is usually when i've got three pillows on my head <laughs> because I've been snoring throughout the night, just trying to shut me up by putting a pillow on me. Yeah, we've we've topped and tailed a couple of times, but <laughs> I mean, Matt, it, you know, sort of one of the things I was going to prep you, not prep you for, but talk about was like the week before the big event. It sounds okay. like you're already there, really. Okay. That I think you're pretty much in for more of the same now 
leading up until the actual big event. So I guess what's your experience? Maybe maybe just a little bit longer than a week out, maybe like two two weeks out, something. Yeah. Is that any different or? No, I mean Beck could still get around. She was waddling a lot. There was a lot of you know during the day we'd go for walks and then of an evening you know, she sat watching telly. I was then on practical duty and mm. I had zero ability to decline whether I liked it or not. I just had to try and make her comfortable. So that was literally the the only thing I had to do. You mentioned about uh, Beck still working. Be- um, Becky's still working. Um, her intention is to work up until the 30th and then have a due date is a week later. So she's working right right up until to the last minute. Yeah. Um, that may change, but at the minute that's that's what we're going for. But yeah, I I think I've I've kind of got that role of it's just massages and just gotta remember that she's gonna do all the hard work, isn't it? So really Exactly. It's just it, it's a little sacrifice, I guess. The actual birth, now that's gonna be something different. So like when she's actually giving birth, I suppose then everything sort of goes out the window. You've spent all this time waiting. You're probably a little bit ahead of the game in terms of where you're at now and your anticipation levels. When's it going to happen? When's it going to come? As you've just said, you're both working from home. I'm not going to say it's like you've finished because obviously you're both working hard anyway. But for me, you know, it wasn't until Beck had finished. She still went out every day to work. Um, yeah, that, that I think that's the thing. So, so our routine has changed dramatically. Usually, you know, she'd she'd be working in the office, I'd be working out and about. So that is a huge change. And the fact that we're, I guess, in the past week, we spent maybe an hour away from each other. It's quite different. But yeah, that that, that it, it is. But once you actually get to the big event, that's that's where all of this that all disappears. And then adrenaline kicks in. It's like you're being chased by a big bird. <laughs> Literally, you could kick walls down. You're filled with adrenaline. And that's got to be a primal thing. Once you get into it, it'll all just happen. <laughs> this was actually the advice that I gave to my friends. You know, a wedding day, it goes by in the blink of an eye. You Literally, you wake up and you're trying to plan each minute. Same with the birth. You sort of know roughly what to expect. Obviously, you will know you've been watching one barn every minute. You'll have a general idea of what's going to be happening, but it'll just happen and you'll just be living in the moment. And because you're living in the moment, it will just happen so fast. So just try and sort of embrace that and take in every little bit that you can. It's my personal advice. You'll have you know, maybe a couple of hours here and there where you know, not much is happening. That was sort of with Beck. She went in. A contraction started at 5 a.m. and she was in hospital 11 o'clock of the morning. But then they advised her to go and take a bath in one of the hospital baths on the maternity ward. So she did that. But that was like an hour, hour and a half, really, of her just having a bath there because she was in a bit of a grey area of whether they should or shouldn't admit her. She did that, but that's like an hour and a half of just not waiting around from your perspective, but just supporting her, doing whatever you can. Yeah, about you being useful and useless at the same time, I guess. Exactly, yeah. And that's when I was reading Take a Break or whatever it was. And, uh, and I just sort of had to read that out loud for her because she, she was concentrating on these contractions. She's going through active labour. The only thing she can think about is maybe a minute of pain and then it goes and disappears. 
for three, five minutes, and then it comes back. So then once you get you know, moved on to the actual delivery suite, things ramp up again. And you know, there's machines everywhere, you know, hoops up to all sorts of monitors. And you, you may have a different experience if it's at home, which is great. And you'll, you may not have necessarily all the machines. Your experience at home may just be, you know, you're watching Grand Tour, or you're watching Home Alone or something. You're watching a film. In, and that's on in the background between contractions and it's a bit more of a relaxed atmosphere and the midwives will be there to support you well we've we've discussed that before haven't we the the, the whole point of trying for a for, for a home birth is it is, is one covid isn't going away and uh, but two is to try and have that control and and becky's last labor was three days long and to try and you know to try and keep her calm and and as out of distress as possible she feels comfier at home so it will probably be a christmas film or you know some sort of easy watching thing where we can just try and take a, a mind off it a little bit and have a ball or so that that's the that's the whole plan and and hopefully and and obviously we had to have a hospital hospital trip last week that we mentioned and even if it gets to a point where Becky can't take the pain at all, it may be that she's in hospital, but she's only in hospital for two or three hours because she's done the most of it at home anyway. And yeah. I thought that was a really good way of looking at it, actually. Yeah. Like, well, that's, push out. That is, <laughs> I mean, that was how you got in this place to begin with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, that's, yeah, that, that's what they want, really. They want to try and get you having a bath at home, get you to the point where you you can just come in and be admitted to one of the delivery rooms, give birth, and then maybe stay in overnight if it's late or be out in the same day. That's the ideal for hospitals. You know, they've only got so many rooms. You know, if you do get to, to do this entire experience at home, then that's even better. As you said, you will be a lot more comfortable. You'll be in familiar surroundings. So that'll be better. I think the, my only bit of advice when you actually get to that point is don't, Try and change hands when she's pushing. Okay. So I made that mistake. When Beck started pushing, I gave her my hand to hold and she started squeezing into it with the contractions. But I'm not talking like, you know, like a dad does to a kid where he's just squeezing a hand or a firm handshake. I'm talking nails into the back of my hand. Ooh. But that was comforting for her. That was like, you know, like biting down on something that was helping her so in between contractions she found a very comfortable position you know holding my hand in a specific way i started to feel a bit of pain and, and it was starting to hurt a little bit and i know saying that out loud now i'm an absolute knobhead but it was hurting so i thought i know what i'll just give her the whole switcheroo and you're in the same position love here's my hand if luke's could kill I would not be here right now. <laughs> so I switched hands. She went, what the fuck is that? Give me your other hand back now. I don't want that hand. I want the other one. I went, but it's hurting. Don't ever complain about being in pain <laughs> <laughs> when a woman's going through labour. That that was my big mistake. I went, but it, it's hurting. She went, it's fucking hurting. You wanna hit, do you want to know what pain is? I went, okay, here's my hand. The only one way that could have made it better if, it, if you asked for the gas and air. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my hands a bit hurt. Can you just pass me this, love, a second? Just, <laughs> right. Oh, that's all right, love. I don't, I don't know what yeah. you talk about. It's good stuff, this. Can, can, I, can you give me one of those injections where I can't feel anything, please? 
<laughs> yeah, we got through it. Uh, my hand was only broken in three places. I was already in hospital, so it was okay. I just just got a you know went straight to the fracture clinic after. <laughs> no, it, it was it was a worthwhile cause. Let's just put it that way. It's your little yeah. sacrifice. Yeah, don't don't try and switch hands and don't ever complain about being bent. You still be tall. Just just swallow it. Just accept it. Stand <laughs> on some Lego. Fucking don't complain. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless someone is taking that 19th century torture device and screwing it into your ball sack, trying to pull them off, you are Ooh. not allowed to complain. Is that how you sterilise you these days? Yeah, that's that and a, apparently a cup to scoop them out. Oh, God. <laughs> and I think on that note... <laughs> yeah, we, that's a lot of rambling this week. We have done a lot of rambling this week. Maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll do a, a deep dive to the birthday. Yes, let's... Okay. Before we go, I just want to quickly congratulate the winner of our brownie giveaway, Sandra Paul, nineteen eighty-three. Congratulations again on winning some delicious Blue Anchor Bakery brownies. Keep giving the guys a follow at Blue Anchor Bakery. They'll keep making brownies long after this. And you may notice on our latest Instagram post, there's a picture of me and Matthew wearing some branded Ramblings of Dadmen t-shirts. That was done courtesy of Holly's Heart Creations. There'll be tags in the Instagram, so you can uh, go and give them a follow. So, yeah, so I, I definitely think that's enough rambling for this week. Um, Daniel, it's been a pleasure, as always. I won't speak to you in the week. I'll see you next week, because apparently we only talk once a week these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you next week, and thanks for listening. See you later. See you later, everyone. Thanks. <laughs>